Trump has done more to help blacks than Baltimore polls have, just ask Jesse Jackson. Written by Selwyn Duke. Wednesday, July, 31, 2019. With the media's orange man racist manipulation in full swing, based on President Trump's Baltimore comments, some remarks about the city have been forgotten. How about, for instance, saying that parts of Baltimore are like a third world country? That line was uttered by a horrible racist, too, Senator Bernie Sanders. IVT. On the other hand, there's a man who actually did so much for the black community that Jesse Jackson praised him for his work. His name is Donald Trump. For the record, the Baltimore brouhaha started after Elijah Cummings DMD, drew first blood. Criticizing illegal alien detention facilities, he asked rhetorically and deceitfully, what does that mean when a child is sitting in their own feces, can't take a shower? None of us would have our children in that position. They are human beings, also for the record, Cummings likely doesn't believe a word he said. Obama used such detention facilities as well, and the conditions are generally quite good. Moreover, illegals have been flooding into our country and overwhelming the system precisely because of policies that leftists, such as Cummings, have advocated. Their protestations are largely kabuki theater. But Trump, never one to shrink from a fight, responded with the following apropos tweet. Donald J. Trump Rep. Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully, shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border, when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. His district is considered the worst in the USA. Also largely kabuki theater are claims that the above reflects racism. For it's questionable if even a majority of politicians thus accusing Trump believe it, and it's hard to imagine that even one considers Trump wrong on Baltimore. Bernie Sanders certainly doesn't. He said after touring West Baltimore in 2015 that if you took the walk he did, you would think that you're in a third world country. Another man who doesn't is leftist David Simon, creator of the now defunct television show The Wire. He tweeted the following Saturday night. David Simon. If this empty suit, race-hating fraud had to actually visit West Baltimore for five minutes and meet any of the American citizens who endure there, he'd wet himself. Donald J. Trump. Why is so much money sent to the Elijah Cummings district when it is considered the worst run and most dangerous anywhere in the United States? No human being would want to live there. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? Investigate this corrupt mess immediately. As American thinkers Rich Lodges pointed out, the irony is that in his fevered attempt to condemn Trump, Simon confirmed that the president is correct. That is, unless wet himself is an allusion to tears of joy. Well played, sir. For the other side, another person who agrees with Trump is former Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh, a black woman and a Democrat. While touring her city just last year, Pugh was shocked. What the H LL, said she, after viewing her city's Mad Max level urban decay. We should just take all this S asterisk 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 down. At another point she exclaimed, Phew, you can smell the rats, video below. Fox News host Tucker Carlson above quipped that Trump, in attacking Cummings, wanted to see if he could get the Democrats to defend the most dangerous, corrupt place in country, it was not surprising that he could. After all, Trump was easily able to get the Democrats to defend the most dangerous, corrupt gang in the country, MS-13, just last year. The good news, Carlson further opined, is that now Baltimore may actually get some attention. If it does, though, it hopefully will be of the type Trump himself provided long ago. As Truth Revolt noted in 2017, when Trump was a private citizen and used his billions to help black communities, he earned multiple rounds of applause. 
Some of this, in fact, was from race hustler Jesse Jackson, who praised Trump's will to make things better for the underserved communities. The site also related video below of Jackson lavishing kudos on Trump. So what changed? Did Trump finally, at age 70, channel his inner Bull Connor? Actually, what happened was that he had the temerity to threaten Democrat power by entering politics in 2016. Even more to the point, a 2018 Rasmussen poll found that the president's approval rating among blacks was 36%. If Trump captured anything close to this in the 2020 election, Republicans typically get less than 10% of the black vote, it would spell electoral disaster for the Democrats. Hence the effort to paint the president as a racist. It may be working, too. A Quinnipiac poll, released Monday, showed Trump's approval rating among blacks down to 6%. Ironically, though, it's the leftists who are racists. Not only do they now specialize in identity politics, continually complaining about white privilege and how they don't want a white male Democrat presidential nominee, but there's another reality, insofar as they believe the racism accusations they hurl at Trump, they only make them because he's white. Were he black, they'd be unheard, they'd instead call him an Uncle Tom. Yet we have to wonder how much these leftists even care about blacks. Just consider their policies, which, from financing fatherlessness to depolicing to driving businesses out of the inner city with high taxes and overregulation, have helped ravage black areas. As to motives, note that 52% of the members of the Congressional Black Caucus who have school-age children have them enrolled in private schools, Professor Walter E. Williams tells us, yet they fight school choice initiatives that would allow poorer blacks to do the same. Moreover, Williams also wrote in 2013 that while President Obama, the Congressional Black Caucus, black state and local politicians, and civil rights organizations know that minimum wage increases condemn generations of black youths to high unemployment rates, they nonetheless support such measures, for political gain. Then there's what cured the Marxism of one of Williams' friends, Dr. Thomas Sowell. He explained that while working as a Department of Labor intern in 1960, he discovered that the agency's bureaucrats were wholly uninterested in learning about whether the minimum wage laws they oversaw did harm or good. As he put it, about one-third of their budget at that time came from administering the wages and hours laws. They may have chosen to believe that the law was benign, but they certainly weren't going to engage in any scrutiny of the law. It would blow the whole game, he said. Last and perhaps least, there's Baltimore City Councilman Robert Stokes and his Tuesday evening appearance on Tucker Carlson Tonight. He refused to discuss $2.3 billion the federal government sent Baltimore over the last decade, saying, I'm actually not here to talk about what happened to the money, or who didn't do what perhaps because he's complicit in wasting it, instead, he kept repeating that his city's problems were caused by 400 years of structural racism. He still, though, shocker of shockers, says that Baltimore needs more money for video evidence. See below, the Columbia Bugle? Tucker, why is the murder rate in Baltimore higher than almost every other country on the planet? Baltimore City Council member, 400 years of racism. Tucker, aha. Uh -huh. So what does the above tell us? It's easy to get distracted debating whether or not leftists are racist, but their problem is their attitude toward the human race, whose members they exploit as pawns for attaining power. Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.